Hey, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. Welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You want to do it again? Okay, ready? Yeah. Okay, do it again. Two Can Play That Game. Hey, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. And welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. If you have more than one friend, this podcast is not for you. Nope, not for you. Lock them up, Andrew. Put them in the dungeon with a huge key. One of those huge keys. I feel like keys have gotten smaller, Andrew. And uh, if I have to lament anything, it's that they don't make those huge keys anymore that uh, were like... That had like two prongs on them. Remember those yeah, keys? Right, right. Just two, two, two little prongs. I'm sure it's easy to pick. But you're gonna need a huge key for that huge cell with you and all your friends to fit in there. You know, in that in our dungeon. That's right. Yeah, yeah. If you have that many friends, you know, why don't you go ahead and enjoy each other's company down in the dungeon? How about that, huh? Yeah, dungeon. Play Dungeons and Dragons with more than one, two people or something. In yeah, yeah. Uh, you got so <laughs> what do you got? Oh, you got a whole party with you. How about we bring the dungeons and you bring the dragons? You know what I that's, mean? That's um, right. As we as we lock you up, we're we're like trying to trying to trying to make some bad joke as we're locking you into a dungeon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how about? Oh, uh, it looks have, like you guys uh, have the dragons, but you need the du- locking you up with a huge key. But but we. <laughs> But we brought the dungeon. You know what I mean? You guys are just fear. You guys are like reaching through the bars and slamming our heads against the bars. Right. <laughs> All the while we Andrew. Know today we're covering okay. the game Lost Cities, um, uh. the card game specifically. I think there's a variant um, <clears throat> that is for more than two players that came after the original card game. We're going to cover the two-player card game version. Lost right, Cities. Right. Because why would you cover? I don't understand why anybody would cover. Uh, game with more than two players anyway so i think it goes without saying we're, we're covering the two-player yeah. card game of lost cities that's one of my biggest gripes with the game uh with the board game industry andrew is that they keep making all these games for more than two players which is a I waste know. you know what i mean it's, 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 might as well just throw them in the garbage it's a total waste of materials you get that game and you're like well you know for four people i'm not going to use these the red and the green one i'm gonna throw mm-hmm. those out you know we'll just play with mm-hmm. blue and yellow you know yeah yeah just like crossing out the uh, on the box where it says like two to six, you're just crossing yeah. out everything but the two. You know what I mean? It's you like, know? oh, okay. Yeah. I, I buy the game at the store and I just immediately open it up. Like, you can keep this part of it. I don't need that. I just, I just need this. For just yeah, just yeah. Before you even <laughs> after the after you sign like the receipt or whatever, yeah. you just start opening it up and they're just like watching you slowly open this <laughs> thing up and you're just tossing out parts onto the counter. You can save these extra meeples. I will not be needing them. Just two meeples for me, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they're loving it at the game at the game store. They're lo- they're loving all the extra work you're giving them. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, Lost Cities, uh, like we said, it's a card game, and we'll get into whether we like it or not later. A wink. But what if we had to sum this thing up for the audience in one sentence, Andrew? One sentence explanations. Well, if I had to sum it up in one sentence, which I guess I do, since we're doing this. Um, I would say that yep. Lost Cities is a 
It's a Jules Verne novel for people who don't want to do any reading. Yes. Okay. There you go. And you can't. And you don't. Yep. Mm-hmm. You don't want to read. You don't even want the audio book. You want to no. go straight oh, to true. a card game version of it. Exactly. Uh, because you definitely get a Jules Verne vibe. We'll talk more about it as we go. But uh, this game is all about. You know what books I'm talking about? Like Journey to the Center of the Earth and. Uh, 20,000 Leagues Oliver Under the Sea. Twist. Oliver Twist. Oliver oh, Twist is yeah. not, it's not Jules Verne, but Jules yeah. Jules Verne know. is, uh, he, what did he author? Uh, you know, the Ka- Kama Sutra and uh, <laughs> soup, chicken soup, chicken soup for the... Chicken soup for the chicken, uh, adventurer or something like that. Adventurer's that. soul or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I love all those books by Jules Verne. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a good point though, Andrew. This is great. This is a great alternative for people who don't even want to involve words in their Jules Verne uh, story. You just want to you look at I mean? just want to look just at numbers, pictures and numbers. Pictures and numbers. <laughs> That's it. Pictures and numbers. <laughs> yeah, well th- I always say that uh, you know, how come how come English and language arts classes get all the f- get all hog Jules Verne all the time? What about math <laughs> right. classes? You know yeah, what I true. mean? Uh, <laughs> true. Right? I'm sure he liked math, Spread right? The I don't wealth know. Around. Maybe he did. Yeah. I'm going to say, you know what it's canon right now. He did. What what is his family going to come after us and sue us cuz we we for libel because we said Jules Verne loved math. You know, come and get us. You, we ain't got no money. <laughs> I love how you say it's canon too. It's like, yeah, this history history is like a film franchise at this point. You know, it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody reading reading through a reading through a biography of Jules Verne that we wrote that we edited on Wikipedia <laughs> and going like, well, it says here, you know, citing yeah. it in their paper. It says here Jules Verne died at the age of four twenty. <laughs> Andrew, if I had to sum up Lost Cities in one sentence, I'd say a math game based on the parts of Indiana Jones that happens off screen. <laughs> yeah, the other, um, besides Jules Verne, you definitely get some Indiana Jones in this one as well. I, I couldn't decide whether. To yeah. I'm glad you picked the other one, you know. Yes, yeah, that's why we work so well together. Andrew, <laughs> peanut butter and jelly over here, you know what that's I mean? That's right. Not, you know, not everything about Indiana Jones. Jones's life is all, you know, shooting Nazis and melting, you know, people's faces, faces and whatnot. <laughs> um, there has to be, there was, there was something that came before all that, you know what I mean, which was just him being a normal archaeologist and whatever. So that's I what guess. this game covers. Is it's just kind of like the, you know, the, well, I, I don't, I'm not going to say the boring parts of archaeology, but the the non-Nazi, non-pulling, ripping a heart out. Uh, right, right. Parts, parts of being an archaeologist. You know what right. I mean. The more textbook stuff. You know, the stuff they teach you in school, not the stuff they teach you in the school of hard knocks, which is where Indiana Jones went. Right. Well, I assume all archaeologists out there have have ripped somebody's heart out of their chest at some point in their in their career. Sometimes, but, you know, right, but not while right, they're still right, in school right. is what you're saying. I get it. No, exactly. Yeah. And maybe not for their first few years. They get at when they're still an intern. You know what I mean? Right. An archaeology intern or whatever. Right. <laughs> They're like, do I get to rip the heart out, you know, this time? And uh, the, the the main archaeologist is like, mm, not for a couple of years yet, kiddo, you know. You got to go to go to Starbucks first a few times, you know, get me give me my coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yes. OK, I see what you're saying now. I didn't quite know where you're going, but now I'm on board, baby. Yeah, you got to go get me coffee. And then he surprises him. He comes back with the coffee and he goes, oh, thanks so much. Now I got something for you. And he presents like somebody with a chest that's already been like, uh, there's a big bullseye on their chest, and they're like, "For me, <laughs> you know." <laughs> I thought you said I would have to wait another year, and he's like, "Well, 
you've been good this year. You know. <laughs> Andrew, let's talk about what this game actually is. It's a card game. There's really only two components to this game, Andrew, which is interesting. It's a very simple... Super simple. ...in terms of the parts of this game. It's, yeah. It just has a deck of cards and like a central board, and yeah. that's it. There's and no I would, dice. There's I no would argue that meeples. The, there's no nothing. No. There's no pieces. You know what I mean? It's just no a tokens. deck of cards and a central board. And I would argue, Pete, that the board is not even necessary, really. I mean, you could lose... If yeah. You, if you've seen the board before, you could just... Because that doesn't... Does it really have any artwork? It's just colored uh, squares, right? It's Am got right? artwork on it. It's got artwork on it, Andrew. Yeah, a but bit. it's just... A, you're right. It's just a decoration. Because the the central board piece is just where you start five different discard piles for the five different colored cards in the game. So it's literally right. just a, a graveyard. It's just a, it's just a, it's just a spot that yeah. is showing you it's serving the purpose of having five different colors so you know where to put your discards. That's it. Yeah. So right. it's honestly not really that necessary, but I, I would argue that it's, you know, it plays a pretty big role in, in organizing the game, I would say. So Right. But I'm saying if you know the colors, you could just be like, okay, right here is going to be yellow and here is going to be red and you know, you don't need it yeah. if you know the game, but yeah. I, I see what yeah, you're saying. It's definitely true. nice to have. It's nice to have. But anyway, it's nice to have. Let's go through this game real quick. So you got you yeah. Got how do you play cards. this game? Andrew? You got you got five colors, right? And the the five colors mm -hmm. represent um, what are they? Expeditions to lost yep. cities. Five right? different expeditions. Yeah. And they're kind of like Indiana Jones expeditions or or Jules Verne novels, where uh, so there's like a uh, the yellow is like a desert, and um, mm -hmm. uh, there's the white snowy mountains and the green mm -hmm. rainforest. The red mm -hmm. volcano and the blue ocean, and you're looking for like hidden cities and like ancient artifacts and stuff like that. Um, right, right. the The idea is that there are like five different corners of the world, essentially, that yeah. you are taking or that you're taking an expedition to. Yeah, and so you have to each each card in each category has a number two through ten. And you have yep. to lay them down in order, in ascending order, two up to ten. Problem is you're sharing with the person across from you, so you probably are not going to get mm -hmm. all the numbers. So you have to decide, oh, what what number am I going to start with? Am I do I do I think do I want to start with the t the three, or should I wait for the two, or should I start with the five even? Or because mm -hmm. you can skip them, mm -hmm. you don't have to put them all down. Right, right, exactly. And you shouldn't put them all down, honestly. <laughs> right, so no. like basically, each player is working on their own set of expeditions that they want to go on. You go on the expeditions by putting cards down in front of you by making yep. a column of cards like you said it goes in ascending order so you have to start low go high you make the call on whether you start the expedition or not whether you start putting down cards in your column because at the end when you add up all the points any expedition you started does have a cost where you have to subtract 20 points from the total points of the cards in that column. Yes. So you could put down cards in every single color if you want to, but if you don't clear 20 points, which is to say the numbers from 2 to 10 on the front of the cards, then you're going to be in the negative for that expedition. Yeah. I like that too because it's kind of it's kind of going with the theme. It's like you know it definitely costs something to go on an expedition. So if we don't cover our costs yeah. by by bringing back amazing artifacts, putting them in a yeah. museum, right? <laughs> yeah, I, lo I love that mechanic. Yeah, um, it's, I I know a lot of people argue that the paste is really or the the theme is really just lightly pasted on, and it, to a yeah. certain degree that is true. But that true. that does line up. You know what I mean? I. I 
yeah. I think that the idea of like the cost of the expedition being 20 points if you start it uh, is is super apt. The only other thing really is the um, oh gee, we were calling them we 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 always call them handshakes. What are they called? <laughs> they have their cards with little handshakes. Mm, I think that's hmm, you want, you want to look a negotiation or uh, <laughs> good question. It don't uh, matter. It's just the symbol is two hands shaking, and the idea is it represents a, a confidence in the expedition before you start it that you'll be able to pull it off successfully. And so it is essentially, you can if you put down one of those cards, it has to be before you start the expedition. So it has to be before your smallest number card. And if you put down one of them, it will double the points you know, whether it end up being positive or negative that you make during the expedition. And you can put up to three if you can find those cards down, which up to, uh, what does that mean? It goes up to quadrupling technically what you get out of the expedition if you can pull it off. But like I said, if you don't pull off the expedition and you end up in the negative because of the cost of the expedition, it still, that negative number will get multiplied if you have agreed to like um, essentially placing a bet down on uh, on the idea that you'll be able to pull it off. I just looked it up. It's called, they're called investment cards. Uh, I guess you're, okay, making, you're making an investment, but it, it, it also sticks with the theme too, because it's kind of like, like in a jewel, like in around the world in 80 days where they bet on, I bet you can't do it. I bet you won't be able to find the lost city, but you know, whatever it is. So, um, yeah. if you lose, you lose bigger. And if you win, you win bigger. It's just like betting. So yay betting. And, and it, and the idea that you as the person who's going on the expedition convinces the investors, like. I'm going to really be able to pull this off. I really yeah. think I have a good angle on this expedition. And they're like, all right, we believe you. We're going to put more money into it. But if And if you are even even bigger failure, you, you lose their money too. It's I mean, it works. The theme works, I think, uh, for these mechanics. I think it lines up pretty well, honestly. Yeah. Um, and that that's the game. I mean, the, the game, I love, the one thing I love about the game is that on your turn, you there are only two things that you do. You place a card and you pick up a card from the deck, right? Or from one of the discard mm-hmm. piles. You either play a card down on an expedition that you're on, or you can discard one. So either way, you're getting rid of a card, whether it go into the discard pile or whether it go on to an expedition that you have either started or are starting now. And then you pick up another one. So you're, the number of cards in your hand is always the same, and you're always getting rid of one and picking up one, and that's the end of your turn, basically. Yeah. So there is always an economy to the number of cards in your hand, and there's an, there's an economy to the number of turns because the deck is only so big. There's an e- economy to the number of cards in the game because the five different colors there's only a two to ten one of each card in each of those five different colors so if you're looking for like a blue three and your partner has it you might not know that it's in their hand and you might be like well i'm gonna maybe wait around for this one and if if you wait around too long and your partner has it you're wasting time you know what i mean and but you also have to say like should I move on? Because what if I could get that? It would help me with points. So there's an economy. There's a lot of economies going on in this, which I, I think is really nice. And and I think you you would agree with me, Andrew, that uh, when you're when you're looking, to, uh, you know, when you're getting down in that deck towards the end of the game, you really start to feel it. You're like, oh my god, this game's almost over. I feel like we yeah. just started it, and I I have so much I still need to do. You know, it's a quick game. It goes by pretty quick, and the turns go pretty quick. It's- uh, well, I'll say it goes quickly. It's like, oh yeah, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna, and then eventually you run into like, oh, I gotta spend like, you know, five minutes thinking about this one yeah. hand. So it's like they go quick, yeah. quick, 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 and then all of a sudden you gotta stop and think about it because there's some big decisions yeah. that pop up. So uh, overall, it's right. a really f- 
fast-paced game, I think. Yeah, I think it's very fast-paced, too. And um, like previous game that we covered, Jaipur, um, which is mm. similar to this one, there is a certain amount of luck involved because you are drawing you know, cards from a hand and then you have to react to what you drew, basically. So to, to try to counter that luck, they, just like Jaipur, they, they say best at a three, you know, uh, well, they, but they, this... this the score carries over across three. Um, yeah, this well, one's uh, a... you don't you don't you don't yeah. win each one individually. In this one, the score builds over three uh, yes. plays, basically like like three rounds, I guess. Uh, whereas Jaipur, you you know you you see who wins best out of three. But uh, but in a similar fashion, I think they try to even out the luck a little bit yeah. by like. If you if you the the person who wins the the most or whatever out of out of three different tries, they try to um, make it so that the more skilled player shines through. Yes, I do like that that your score carries over instead of just like best out of three. It yeah. kind of reminds me of like Yahtzee. I think that's how Yahtzee. Were. I haven't played Yahtzee in a long time since we. Uh... Don't have any yeah, because you need but... too many. It, it allows too many people to play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, it's just way too loud. You know, wakes everybody up with all the clanking of the dice. Yep, but... yep. Well, and I know that you uh, specifically live in an orphanage where uh, <laughs> sleep is very necessary for nope, all yep. of the street urchins that you bring in. Yeah, yep, that's true. Speaking of uh, Oliver Twist or whatever you said there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, tell me a little bit about uh, how this game came to be. I, I know you looked into its history. Um, get I into did. it with me. I really want to chew on this, uh, chew on the meat here about Lost Cities. You put me on the spot, but good thing I looked it up. This game was published in 1999, and they did they did party back mm. then in 1999. It's a little older than I thought. I thought it was more more. Rest in peace, that. Prince. Right. Oh yeah, R.I.P. By a guy, and I've only ever seen his name written, uh, so I'm probably going to mispronounce this, but it's a Rainer hmm, Knizia. It's K-N-I-Z-I-A. Uh, he's German. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you probably mangled it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The name. For sure. He's done a couple of games that we know, uh, and I know some people mm-hmm. out there just... He's, he's a prolific... I mean, he's, he's published over like 600 games. Um, uh, and yeah, gotcha. he started... He started designing in the early 90s, uh, including one that we picked up at one point a long time ago, Tigris and Euphrates. You remember that game? Uh, that's one of his. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I feel like we, we played through that a while ago, but Love of that. course, we're not going to be covering that here for a very long time because that, nope. that that allows more than two players. So exactly. I, that's on the back burner. Know what I mean? But that that was his, uh, he started his career by going big with games. Like, that's a really big one, uh, Tigris and Euphrates. With, yeah, like, that is a big one. Very complicated. Complicated. Um, but then he decided in the late 90s to switch to like quick family games that mm. you know that basically anybody could kind of pick up and and this is the prime example this is definitely his most successful brand Lost Cities cuz uh, most people out there seem to seem to love it but like you said uh, it people who complain about this game they their main complaints are that the theme is just pasted on uh, or mm-hmm. that uh, it's very similar to just like a simple card game, like a double solitaire kind of game, right. which is which is how he came up with it. He just he literally uh, invented a game with a regular deck of cards or two decks of cards because you need five uh, suits for this. But you, if you only did four expeditions, you could play this with with just a regular deck of cards. You don't need anything else. Playing cards. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And I know a lot of people are always like, they they think they're some kind of brainiac for pointing that out. And they're like, ha-ha, I got you. And it's like, who cares, man? <laughs> who cares, dude? It's like, they, yeah, yeah, he took solitaire, basically. Right. You know what I mean? And right. made it something else. But 
do, just do you have fun playing it or not? You know what I mean? Because there are differences and it's fun. Dang it! You right. Know? He had a lot of trouble getting it published at first, and eventually was able to convince a company called Cosmos um, with a K, mm-hmm. Cosmos, and they publish it as part of their two-player series. Which gotta say, big fan that even a company has a two-player series, but they have a lot of other ones. I know. Uh, Target. I know. I'm looking at that list, Andrew. Just licking my lips. I <laughs> know you salivating. are too. I'm sure we'll sure we'll be getting to all of them eventually. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Targi is a big one um, mm-hmm. out there. Jumbo, I saw also. Mm-hmm. These are, and, but there's lots of them. Now, I know, Pete, you're really into the art on this. I found that the artist is, a, mm-hmm. the original artist was a guy named Klaus uh, Steven, Steven, but no other okay. info. He's just, I think he just kind of works at like a, or he did work at a company that just does board game art, like contractors. I really, really tried to figure out more about the artist because I, like, I know you love the art artwork on this game. So I was like, oh, I got to find something <laughs> Could not just found the guy's name, but I don't know. They did come out with you an expansion. Disappointed me for the last time, Andrew. <laughs> so that's it. We're you've, done. Oh wait, you've wait. Sorry, you failed me for the last time, Andrew. <laughs> you failed me for the last time, and and Admiral Andrew. <laughs> He's choking me. There it is. Star Wars. Drink. Take a drink. There we go. Uh, they came out with a an expansion, uh, sixth expedition, which is gray color, so you can have six of them across. And it's kind of like a cave-looking thing, and you are looking for ancient aliens a la Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, basically. Oh, that's... so I got you. So it was a tie-in with the uh, Crystal Skull. I mean, that's what I think. You know, it seems like it's... it's yeah. it's. Uh, what other kind of archaeology things could you come up with? I don't know. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, of course, there's that... Uh, comes It comes with that big uh, refrigerator that you can hide in... Uh... <laughs> Right. Well, when, if <laughs> it's kind of an odd mechanic to add into the game. Doesn't seem like it really fit in the game, but you can hide in the uh, you can hide in a, ref- a small refrigerator that they that they send you, and uh, and and it protects you from an atomic bomb atomic that the other bomb, player yeah. can set off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Very realistic. Um, <laughs> now, this card game that we're reviewing today sometimes gets overshadowed by a four-player version that came out in 2008. It's called uh, it's right. called um, Lost Cities: The Board Game. The um, board game, which I think is very funny because it's like uh, it's you know it's it's like Indiana Jones colon the motion picture or whatever you know what I mean it's that kind of thing it's very good. It uses a similar card mechanic to this, um, but plus you have yeah. little figures, little meeples that move along the the board, and you get bonuses mm-hmm. and other stuff, which I think is fun, obviously. But you know, four players. I mean, who sounds can? great, but of course yeah. we can never touch it. Yeah. But that that board game did win the uh, the game of the year, the the Spiel des Jahres over in Germany, um, which which is a big deal. So, yeah, you know, and a lot of people think this one should have, but it didn't. But uh, you know, I just thought it was kind of funny because usually, like we've done Catan card game, usually it's like when people try and come up with a two player version of their game, they're like, oh, let's make it a card game, you know, and they come up with the the card mm-hmm. game version. This this is the opposite. Mm-hmm. It's like card game, and then they turn it into a board game. Right. This happened yeah. in reverse. That's yeah. good. It's called the reverse. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What it's called. Okay, it, go ahead. Yeah, it's called the. Uh, it's called. I know the, you. I know you have what you were gonna say, and you're just and you're just taking your time saying it. So yeah. I'm here for it. It's called the. It's called the reverse Euphrates, Tigris and Euphrates. That's what it's called. Okay. Know. Yep. Mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. So uh, that's that's how this game and people have been loving it ever since. So there you go. People have been loving it ever since. Or at yeah. least I think they've been loving it. Have they been loving it, Pete? Let's find out, Andrew. Why don't you go ahead and review on this? Review. 
review on this. Well, we're about to find out if people love this game or not in sometimes hilarious fashion. Uh, Pete's going to read a person's review of this game, and mm-hmm. uh, we're just going to, you know, make pass some judgment on them and uh, see, see what yeah, their life is that like. that sounds good to me, Andrew. It's a date, you know what I mean? Me and you going on a date, just passing judgment on these people. Okay, Andrew, this person gave this game a 1 out of 10. So they okay, obviously so not, were not, not good right off fan. the bat. Okay. And they said, SMJJ loves this game, therefore I hate it. Now, Andrew, I don't know who SMJJ is. I could never find out in a million years. But I do love myself a good nemesis story, huh? You don't hear yeah. a lot about arch enemies these days in real life, you know what I mean? But this person mm. really is going after SMJJ. F- SMJJ loves it, so I hate it. Wow, SMJJ. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe SM- SMJJ. See, that's th- that's weird because it's like four initials. Is it all capitals? SMJJ? It's actually all lowercase, believe it or not. So I'm oh. thinking, let's think. What could this be? JJ, of course, refers to JJ Abrams. This is somebody who hated... Right. Um, Last Jedi is that? Did Abrams do Last Jedi? Uh, nope. Or was that? Nope. <laughs> it was Whoops. Ryan? Uh, Force Awakens. That was Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Interesting. He did Star Trek, the uh, new Star Trek movie. He did the new Star Trek. Yeah. JJ, of course, uh, stands for JJ Abrams, and they hate whatever that guy made. Uh, and SM, of course, stands for uh, Super Mario, I think. Super Mario JJ Abrams. That's right. right. There we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've cracked it. <laughs> this person gave it a 1 out of 10, Andrew, and they said, all I can say is boring. Maybe a witch's curse, you know what I mean? Maybe what they're saying is they can only say the word boring now, you know what I mean? All I can say is boring, and they're trying <laughs> to all, you know, reach out for all help, they can you know what I mean? Say, right. That's all they can say. I mean, I guess technically all they can say is all I can say is boring, you know what I mean? They are right. allowed to say that one sentence, you know what I mean? It must be all they can um, type, too. I assume they typed this, unless you're reading this in a period uh, Yeah, that's a good point. Do, do you think that witches' curses these days also, you know, extends to typing? If not, it's a huge hole in that in that industry, I'd say, because then you could just type a lot of stuff for the rest of your life. I gotta assume that witches are, uh, you know, up to date with computers, but hey, maybe not. Maybe they're kind of yeah. a little old fashioned. Hmm. Hot witches in your area, you know, want to curse you tonight. You know what I mean? Clicking on that ad. <laughs> This person, Andrew, gave the game a 3 out of 10. They said, I played this on Xbox Live and didn't really care for it. I don't imagine it would be playing much differently on the table. Well, Andrew, I think you'd agree with me on this one. You would have less 12-year-olds calling you racial slurs if you didn't play it on <laughs> Xbox Live. So that's that's one big difference, right, if you put it on the table? I did see that this was included in Xbox Live, and I, I when I read that in my research, I was like, why, you know? Uh, so I understand if you if you play this on random. Xbox, yeah, right. I might actually agree with this. Maybe one of the few reviews that I actually agree with. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I it would be different. It, it would yeah. probably play differently. You know what I mean? Different atmosphere. You probably, I mean, I mean, I can tell you that my physical copy, Andrew, does not come with Master Chief. You know what I mean? Maybe yours right. does. You know what I mean? Right. My, I don't have, I don't have to drink Mountain Dew to unlock the final level of my, you know, my, my physical copy of Lost Cities. Maybe you do on Xbox Live. I don't know. It would be funny if they, if they released a peripheral attachment where it's like a breathalyzer thing you got to blow in to start your car, but you, it has to detect Mountain Dew on your breath to start up a, a like some <laughs> unlockables in a game. Listen, trademark, get at me bill gates that's cross-branding like they, they'll be promoting each other you yeah. know how yeah yeah you know how yeah. like they come out with like different branded doritos that'd be and stuff huge like yeah andrew this is a huge thing i just came up with this is great if you want to unlock a chest of goods or whatever in the in the game 
you have to prove to them that you're drinking Mountain Dew by blowing air into the thing, the peripheral. They got to detect Mountain Dew in your breath, baby. Dang, of course, this is good. You could just come out with Mountain Dew cans that have like a QR code that you just scan, and then they you know they know that you bought it or something. Andrew, like that. listen, I'm talking about Blade Runner stuff, okay? You're talking about nerd stuff. You want to okay? make sure you want to make sure that the person didn't just buy it and throw it out. You want to make sure, yeah, they, and then throw they, it away. That's a good point, Andrew. We got to make sure that they get addicted to it, okay? I don't want to see proof of purchase. It. I want to see proof of ingestion. That's okay? right. Before we get this <laughs> proof of ingestion. That's what it's called. That's that's the new device that you're coming up with. It's that's called... the patent. That's proof, the patent, yeah. Andrew. Proof, proof of ingestion. ingestion. I got it. Pete Steele's proof of ingestion, okay? Yeah. And out. you can have it with all kinds of foods and drink uh, brands as well. I mean, that's any kind of junk food. Huge. This is endless, Andrew. I'm talking yeah. about revolutionizing everything. Yeah. I'm saying absolutely. Put, put it in board games. Put it in this game, you know, the next edition. Put it in board games. Put yeah. it in everything. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right. Put Tesla, it in your car. Put it in your cars. <laughs> it's right. Exactly. Andrew, we're on the same wavelength. Yes. You you don't even get to start the car up until you prove that you had a do before you got before you get, turned the ignition. Yeah, it's you know just, what? It's a, it's a whole whole another take on uh, breath. Start putting stuff. these on. Start putting these on tricycles and big wheels. You know they get the kids early. Oh, you got to get them young. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Good point. I'm putting this on every I mean, single Burger King. McDonald's. Every single device in my house is putting is going to be one of these. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you're vo- you're you're voluntarily doing it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna think you know it would probably be something where like a big corporation would kind of force the United States to do it. Um, you know what I mean? But uh, but you're no, just I... you're stepping up and going me 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 first. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. No, I, I want my kids to get the power of Mountain Dew. That's how everybody gets their power, right? I assume. That is true. That is yeah. very true. Andrew, this person gave the game a three out of ten, and they said the only way I could be convinced to play this would be something extreme. I'm drunk. I'm threatened. The promise of certain acts. Ding, 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 ding. Uh-oh, Andrew. I'm I'm ringing the horny bell again. This guy's horny in his review. You know, you know that that's not allowed. Don't do that. Uh, Don't talk about this. this. He had to type. He was like, mm, the promise of certain acts, if you know what I mean. No, get out of here. Wrong place for you. You know what I mean? Go somewhere else. There's a this whole other part just... of the internet where you're supposed to be. Not here. I assume this is a guy, right? Uh, this guy is. Uh, it's gotta be. It's he's he's just hoping that some some uh, girl will be on looking at the board game review of Lost Cities and be like, "Ooh, I'm gonna yeah. DM this guy." You know? Wow. Like, hmm. Yeah. He's just that desperate. Yeah, yeah. Right? He's that desperate. He's posting that kind of thing on everything that he can think of. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Casting a wide net here to be doing this on the the review for Lost Cities. <laughs> Andrew. This person gave it a 3 out of 10. They said, I am admittedly not a math guy. I would rather play with a calculator, alone, in the dark. Um, uh, Andrew, correct me if I'm wrong, but that sounds like you're a math guy then, my dude. You know what I mean? Like, of all the things of all the things he could say he'd rather be doing, he chose <laughs> that he'd rather be playing with a calculator in the dark. It's like, hey, man, you missed the mark with this, like, analogy or whatever you're trying to do here. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, you, you are you a math guy. You have painted yourself yeah. as the quintessential math guy at that point. <laughs> also, I love that because, like, how much, ma- I mean, really, you're, you're adding up single digit numbers i feel like this has come up in other games we reviewed where people are like too much math and it's like really come on you you can't add to like 20 andrew you are literally doing adding maybe a little (laughs) subtracting and a little bit of multiplying and that's it baby that's it you're not even getting into dividing you're not even doing all four of the central math things that you learn you know what i mean (laughs) it's just insane 
hey, guess what? You can use a calculator to figure out your score at the end. It's not, it's not against the rules. You can lose a calculator. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you got one in your pocket. Hey, by the way, didn't you love that? I, I remember in grade school, you know, when you say you'd be learning division and things like that, and somebody would say like to the teacher, why do we have to learn this? And, yeah. uh, you know, she would say, well, you're not always going to have a calculator in your pocket. Well, guess what? Now, <laughs> we all do. Yeah, this is Andrew's working out his 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 new hour. He's he's touring his new hour about uh, you know where he zaps teachers for this one. <laughs> it's pretty good. Andrew, this person gave it a five out of ten, halfway. All right, they said okay. Lost Cities: colon, Daring Adventure for Two. Sounds great, doesn't it? Wait, where's the adventure in this game? <laughs> okay, bud. It's a game, bud. Okay, like I don't know why this guy feels like he's got to zap them for like the title of the game. It doesn't have an like they mention adventure, but there's actually no adventure. It's like what does this guy get extremely mad when he plays Candyland and he there's no he's like mm, actually there was no candy in the box and I was certainly not in a land made of candy. You know what I mean? It's just like come back to Earth. You know what I yeah. mean? You space alien. I played Battleship and I did not feel like I was in danger of sinking or drowning at yeah. any point playing this. No. Yeah, yeah come played on. Battleship. Never, never even, never even felt what it was like to serve my country. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> all right, bud. You got to use your imagination a little bit there. You got to use a little bit of imagination, my dude. You know, <laughs> Andrew. This person gave it a six out of ten. They said we loved this game when we first bought it, but. Since then, we have found many other games with similar elements we tend to play more. Something to keep in mind, this game fits perfectly on a hospital table. Whoop! Whoa! <laughs> what an absolutely haunting way to end a review, Andrew. <laughs> that That's it. They do not explain any further. They just drop that at the end there. You know <laughs> what I mean? At this, I think, Andrew, <laughs> you got to agree, this is just below, you know, the for sale baby shoes never worn in terms of... <laughs> In terms of haunting storytelling, economy of words, horror story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Loved the game. Also, for what it's worth, it plays even faster if someone you love has lit you on fire. Well, goodbye. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> the heck? <laughs> Wait, I, I need more of it. No? Okay. I need more now. Yeah. Or less. But I can't. <laughs> you th- not this. You know what I mean? <laughs> or less. <laughs> Andrew, this person gave it 6 out of 10. They said... Played with Michael on a Saturday afternoon at the mall. Mm, That's it? This is an oddly specific amount of info to put in this review, Andrew. <laughs> you know? Wow. I, it, I just I feel like this person has maybe some sort of short-term memory loss, kind of like uh, that movie Memento. Right. Uh, and she's uh, just, like, leaving clues for herself of, like, her past all over game reviews. You know what I mean? Like, so this one's like, oh... I played with Michael at the mall on on Saturday the 6th, you know what I mean? And then there's another one for another (laughs) game, and it's like, played with Jimmy at a big swamp on Sunday the 7th. Michael was supposed to meet us here, but no sign of of him. And and Jimmy had Michael's watch on for some reason and was wearing his shoes. Keep an eye on Jimmy. You know what I mean? Just reviews that are like... (laughs) Or this is just uh, her her journal. Her her parents wouldn't let her get a diary, so she's just on... uh... Yeah. <laughs> that she has a computer. Her parents restricted every single website except for a board game review website. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit, uh, I'm a little bit curious as to when this review was written because uh, also playing it at a mall, like, um, okay, fine. Yeah. If you're, if this is, if this is like 1999 when the game came out, I'll believe it. But right. I don't yeah. know. Right nowadays, why are you at a mall? Nowadays, yeah. 
playing it at a mall. Yeah, right. Suspicious. Andrew, this person gave it a perfect 10 out of 10. And they said, played this so many times. Super fun game. Warning, all caps, relationship ending game. Boom. Hmm. <laughs> Andrew, something tells me this game wasn't the reason, right? <laughs> they're they're kind of painting this as the reason their relationship ended. But Wait, this I think is a 10 out of 10? It, this was a 10 out of they 10? They gave it a 10 out of 10, but they warn you, I guess, maybe like don't play it with your significant other maybe play it with somebody ah. well you're right it just says relationship ending so play it with some play it with strangers i guess they're trying to say because wow. um, otherwise you know it's gonna it, it's gonna put a damper on things but i i mean it's it can't be the game andrew it's got to be this person right it's got to right, be they're, sure. they're like everything was going great dude you know we lost all feeling of intimacy we hardly talk she told me she <laughs> couldn't do it anymore and then we play this game and bam Suddenly, it's all over out of nowhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> this could happen. This could happen to you too. You know, you don't see it coming. Suddenly, were, you play this game. There were signs. There were signs. <laughs> Andrew, you know, I don't think our relationship uh, could ever end, Andrew, even due to this game. And, no, no, no. Uh, you got lovely eyes, great personality, and uh, nice package. Nice package. Well, uh, thanks, but uh, I know that you're just talking about this game, right? Where we're going to review the packaging and uh, other aspects of this physical game here. Of, uh, yeah, cities. well, it was a little bit of a segue, Andrew, but that yeah. doesn't make it lose any I, less of I know that you're not really complimenting me. But, no, nah, well, okay, whatever. Yeah, off we'll, mic, you know. We'll talk off mic. Uh, anyway... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Andrew, let's get into like re- talking about uh, some of the some of the um, things that go into this game. Well, it's all about the artwork here, right? I mean, because there's not really much. I mean, it's yeah. just cards, like we talked about. Um, that's that's the reason I really wanted to talk about this one specifically, <laughs> Andrew. Let's let's just talk about the cards and the artwork yeah. on this. Like we said, there's there's not really much to this game, but the stuff that there is, I think, is really well done. You alluded to this earlier. I like this art, Andrew. I do, yeah. and I'll tell you why. It's uh, it's pleasantly fuzzy, I'd say. You know what I mean? Pleasantly it fuzzy. Is not... See, that's that's a different uh, yeah. podcast you want to check out. Pleasantly fuzzy. That's, that's hey, there you go. Pleasant. That's my other. Yeah, that's my other. Podcast, yeah, that's pizza. Anyway, that's pizza after. Freaky. Pizza after hours podcast. <laughs> you want to check that one out? Uh, that's my that's my furry podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Pleasantly fuzzy. Coming. That's soon. pizza. That's Pete's one nine hundred number. You can call one nine hundred. Pleasantly yes. fuzzy. Pleasantly fuzzy. You'll get me. That's for sure. Andrew, I just, I just like. So obviously, this game was made in '99, and I yes. think it shows because even more modern versions of the game, they kept some of this old artwork in the game. They didn't, they didn't go super modern and try to be like a lot, a lot of other games do these days, which is like this real crisp. I don't know how to describe it other than like it's very comic book like. You know what I yes. mean? There's a lot of artwork in 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 board games these days that look like they're trying to. <laughs> Uh, just be a, a graphic novel, or or, or 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 actually more like a mainstream comic book, basically. Yeah. And uh, it's all these crisp lines, and there's big muscles, and there's sexy ladies, and there's all, right. you know all this stuff that makes me want to vomit. You know what I mean? Oftentimes with games these days. You're just you know you're, I mean? you're sounding real old, by the way. You're just like, I'll, you know board games these days. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they board games that. these days. They don't have what they used to have in '99, which was pleasantly fuzzy. Pleasantly. Fuzzy. It's just I think this is I think this is a very rare game, Andrew in and that it has a very unique art style uh, okay. that I don't see very often. It, it, as far it's as games very go. DIY. Yeah. It, it almost, as far as games go, it almost looks like it's done with crayon, Andrew, which right, is very, right. 
very good to me. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, it's just so unique. Um, it's pleasantly fuzzy. It feels like somebody developed a style on their own instead of just trying to like copy their favorite X-Men comic or whatever. Right. Now, I didn't go to art school like Pete did, so I didn't learn terms like yeah. pleasantly fuzzy. Uh, yeah, but yeah. what I will say, I'm not, I'm not really into the art as much, but I, what I do love is that the cards, as they go up in number, you see yourself getting closer and closer to the lost city that yeah. you're trying to find. Like the picture yeah. changes. Yeah. It's like you're, it's like you're going on the expedition and you're finding different things along the way. And then the, the yeah. number 10 card is like the grand finale. Oh, that's what we were trying to get to. Right, it like zooms in on the location you're going to as the as you get higher in the number on the card, which is huge. It honestly gives you a surprisingly visceral engagement in the expedition. I I I can't even believe I'm saying it as I say it because I'm like, what? How how's that even possible? It's it's little cards, you know. It's like playing card sized drawings that are look like they're done with crayon but there's something about it andrew i think you would agree with me that you really feel like you're getting closer to this location i don't know it makes you feel like you're actually going there uh which is um admirable i think they were able to pull it off that's the the criticism is always like ah it's just a pasted on theme it's like and sure he did come up with a theme a lot later but but i think it's just a really clever Everything about the theme is like, oh yeah, like this makes sense. It it just you could use your imagination mm-hmm. a little bit and still see. Yeah. Even the um the handshake cards we were talking about, uh the yeah. investment the investment cards, they have picture of yeah. of two people hand uh, doing a handshake, but then on the the wall behind them is like a map with a picture of like where you're supposed to be going in that category yeah. you know whether you're going to like the himalayas or the the volcano or wherever you're going right and 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 even that picture of like uh the negotiation happening there's like a lamp above them that is like a very specific lamp that has like different colored tiles on it it, it like you feel like you're there like even yeah. a small detail like that it's like somebody really i think somebody really put a lot of heart and soul into this I, is, is my point basically you know what i mean it's it, it's not catering to the guys that um you know have like a, a framed picture of wolverine on their walls or whatever they consider right. that art you know what i mean this is to really emotionally get you invested in the world i think now i will just i said this earlier but i think the board itself is you know fine but it's just so funny that yeah. i i just don't i'm not i'm not wowed by the board. i feel like Ah, I'm asking for too much because they already did such a great job with everything else, but like they could have come mm-hmm. up with something for the discard. Like I don't know what my, what part of the theme that could have been. Like oh, I'm choosing not yeah. to go on this part of the expedition, so I'm gonna. I don't know. That's, yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not clever enough. To I know exactly it, what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just yeah, a, it's just yeah. colored squares. So yeah, I know what you mean. They could have. They obviously did. Like didn't decide to spend a lot of time on that they were just like well this is don't worry about this basically you know right. like this is just going to be a thing like and you're right they could have they they if they if they let the artist you know run wild with it or whatever um that person might maybe would have come up with something um a little more substantial for that part of the game yeah but anyway i mean it's just a it's a very small game so uh and i think it's pretty cheap what is it like uh, i was looking at it yeah i think it's somewhere around like 20 20 30, 20 to 30 bucks or something oh, like i that. think even, walmart it was like less, uh, 12 dollars or something like that so yeah you can oh that's oh yeah buy this game yeah for sure Dang, yeah. that's cheap yeah what they're able to pull off with with such a small package essentially is i i think very cool i don't it's know a, it's, it's a nice um, but small package yeah exactly you know what i mean which mm-hmm. hey listen hey hey Listen, you know, 
Hey, listen. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just hey. That's all hey. I'm gonna say is hey. Listen. Hey. Also. Hey. You know? Listen. Hey, Pete. Listen. Hey. Listen. You, you hear that? Oh. Oh. What? Wait, it's hear a, what? It's a. It's a small <laughs> knock on the door. And Ooh. let me let me go on an expedition over to my door and see what. Ah, now it's Doctor Fraser Crane again. Dr. Fraser Crane. Dr. Fraser Crane's here, baby. That means we're going to count down the top 10 phrases that you'll hear when somebody is playing this game. Number 10. Oh, this desert sure is dry and hot. I hope I find that lost city soon. Number 9. Excuse me, have you seen my cities around here? Number 8. Oh, this mountain sure is cold and snowy. I hope I find that lost city soon. Number 7. So you haven't seen any cities around here that might have gotten lost? Number six. Ugh, this rainforest sure is humid and buggy. I hope I find that lost city soon. Number five. Maybe some cities that might look like they should have been here, you know, but then you look again and you go like, hold on, where do these come from? Nothing like that. Number four. Ah, this volcano sure is hot and ashy. I hope I find that lost city soon. Number three. Well, can I leave you my info and, and if you find any cities, you can give me a call? Number two. This ocean sure is wet and salty. I hope I find that lost city soon. Number one. I know that guy has my cities and he's planning on just using them himself. Chess break. Yep, it's chess break time, baby. And Andrew, specifically, it is your move in our ongoing game of chess that we happen to find a little bit of time to play once a week. It is our ongoing game of chess. It's going on and on and on. Seems like it's taking weeks and weeks to finish this game, but eh, maybe it'll end soon. All right, anyway, it's my turn. <laughs> so I, I've been, I, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go here. I'm playing as the black pieces, just to remind everybody at home. I know you break out your home mm -hmm. versions of this game, set it up. You got it ready to go here. So get your fingers right. ready. I am going right. to Andrew on the black pieces with right. a white pen. You know what I mean? Right. Just yeah. So right. It did. With right white it out. Um, <laughs> so last time you came up with your little bishop there and tried to pin my okay. horse. Well, it's not that little, but yeah. He's trying to pin my horse. So I, I got to try and get that guy out of there. So. I'm going to try and unpin that horse because it's just cruel to pin down a horse like that. So I am going to move up my pawn to h6. h6 pawn. Oof. Moving up one space. Okay. okay, fine. You know, just to put a little pressure on your bishop there. So we'll see how you react. Okay, um, fine. You know what? He does well under pressure. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you could react uh, right now, but you know what? we got to get back to Lost Cities. So um, We don't have time? Oh, no. All right, Andrew. Well... Yeah, we may have lost track of these cities, but uh, don't lose track of this game because we'll, we'll we'll get back to it later. Well, in the meantime, Andrew, I'll just think about my next move and kind of fantasize about uh, about our ongoing game of chess, our, our little world of chess we have going. Oh, Andrew, that reminds me. I meant to ask you, is this just fantasy? Is this just fantasy? Well, I know, Pete, that you're always fantasizing about this and that. I won't get into it here, but uh, right now we're going to do a little bit of thinking about... That's is... one nine hundred <laughs> fuzzy pleasure... What was it? Fuzzy... <laughs> I already forget. Pleasantly fuzzy. fuzzy. Pleasantly fuzzy. one nine hundred pleasantly fuzzy. Let's get uh, hashtag pleasantly fuzzy going on this episode, people. So go ahead and give us your I hashtags. Hashtag pleasantly fuzzy. A, a Pink Floyd song. <laughs> I have become... Pleasantly, pleasantly fuzzy, you know what I mean? 
Sell those, sell those bumper stickers. <laughs> yep, I, I hear it. I hear it. It's a hit. So is this game, Lost Cities, just fantasy? I mean, could this happen in real life? How grounded is this game? Mm-hmm. We're going to find out here. So what do you, what do you think, Pete? Mm-hmm. How, is this just fantasy? Okay. What do you think? Andrew, let's ask the question. Can you yeah. find a rich person to pay you money to right. go on some big hike to somewhere <laughs> to see what's there is some the question, big hike. right? <laughs> right. And the answer's no, of course, not anymore. You know why, Andrew? Why? Two words. Google Maps, that's why. Uh Andrew, we got satellites in the sky now, okay? You can literally zoom in on the number of hairs on your butt as you step out of the shower. (laughs) They can, they're, you you better believe they're monitoring everything you're doing, know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Uh, So gone are the times when you could say, you know, hey, give me $40,000, and I'll bet you I could go 20 minutes further north than the last guy that went north. You know what I mean? It doesn't <laughs> right. matter anymore. We can we have eyes on every single thing. You know what I mean? And if you're Iran, we got about 20 million eyes on you. You know what I mean? It's just like American <laughs> imperialism. Just like some some places we have more eyes than others. So I guess the modern version of this would be like if you got a job working for Google as driving one of those uh, Street View cars around. You know, that's kind of like as close as you yeah. can get. Yeah. Oh. You know, they're paying you to go on an expedition. That's basically what that is. You know, just. Yeah. If they made Indiana Jones today, you know, uh, in uh, in modern times, they would actually, Harrison Ford would be the guy that drives the Google Maps camera car around. Right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I would also say there still, are many still shooting shooting Nazis out of the window of <laughs> of the Google Maps camera car. This is pretty good. We should make this. <laughs> I'm calling up I'm calling up Disney right now. All right, um, so... shooting neo Nazis, shooting oh shooting now we're talking skinhead. This is the mo- this is the new Indiana Jones. It's Indiana Jones in the 21st century when he's like 90. Yep, yeah, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Um, so. There are his, many. His other... archaeology okay. uh, branch of the uh, university has been bought by Google or whatever. You know right. what I mean? Okay. And so now he, instead of teaching, instead of being a professor or whatever Indiana Jones does, he they say one day they're like, okay, here's your new role. You know what I mean? You're going to be driving the camera car around, and he's like, nah, nah, I'm getting too old for this or whatever. You know what <laughs> I mean? And then neo Nazis rolled up some proud boys. He starts melting their face off with some right. artifacts. Yeah, right. right. I'll work it out. Yeah, he takes a, he tells them to drink from the fanciest cup that they can find, and then they mm-hmm. then they turn into a skeleton mm-hmm. and dust. Right. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Yeah, and it's an IPA that they're right. drinking, and <laughs> right. But it's a poison one. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yes. Like he chose poorly. I would say even if you took this game and you said, all right, is this just fantasy like back in like the 1800s or whenever this is taking place? I would still say, no, this is this is just fantasy because, I mean, come on, you're walking around a volcano. It's way too hot to walk that close to a volcano, first of all. So that expedition yeah. is yeah. out, right? Um, mm-hmm. This is all based mm-hmm. on this is all based on Jules Verne novels. It's all works of fiction. Atlantis, it, you know, I'm pretty sure it never existed in the first place. Right. I just don't see this really. It's... I think archaeology in real life is much more boring. I mean, where's the expedition where you're just yeah. dusting off some bones for like, you know, three weeks straight and then not getting And honestly, well. Andrew, I would assume that, that even that is probably one of the most exciting things you can do as an archaeologist <laughs> right. is like just, just dusting bones. Literally just dusting bones is like that's that's the one you talk about forever. It's like other than that, it's probably just a bunch of paperwork and like writing papers and like reading stuff. I, I don't even and, know. Yeah. Yeah. Probably just so the idea that you go on some huge journey is like Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, actually, you're right. It's probably just walking around a museum and, like, looking at all the stuff that other people found and just thinking about it. That's, I think that's what archaeologists yeah. do, right? And eventually, Amazon's going to own it anyway or whatever. It's going to be <laughs> Amazon archaeology or whatever, and you're going to be working for Jeff Bezos, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. um, selling, probably selling, like, King Tut uh, little action figures or whatever. <laughs> you're also probably walking around thinking... Uh, maybe I shouldn't have stolen all this artwork from uh, those uh, countries in uh, the Middle East yeah. and brought it back yeah, to uh, yeah. England or wherever I am. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> you're having some remorse about that as as Jeff Bezos is stepping on your throat. You're like, hmm, I wonder if I kind of played a role in, in get, get, getting to where I am. I wonder if I wonder if I played a role in American imperialism that built this capitalist <laughs> machine or whatever. And he's. Jeff, Be- as you're as you're slowly losing vision, as Jeff Bezos, the last thing you see is Jeff Bezos laughing in your in your face as you're losing oxygen. Anyway, I assume yeah, that's how I I'd think go. that's probably how this would go. So yeah, so I'd say yeah, yeah. Fantasy. So this is not fa- so this no, this is fantasy, is what we're saying. It's officially fantasy. That's what we're saying cur- in current day, in modern day. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Close close the books on this one. It's it's fantasy. Close that mother goose story. <laughs> Andrew, my books are closed. I'm leaning back, relaxing. <laughs> I'm feeling great because it's about to be party time, baby. Andrew, oh. let's try to be the life of the party. Life of the party. All right, that was a super um, s- supernatural segue right there into a segment we like to call Life of the Party. Ooh, get supernatural. <laughs> we, I guess that's not. Is that supernatural? Oh, supernatural. Yeah, supernatural, you're right. It's supernatural. Or? Uh, yeah, no, supernatural. Yeah, you're right. Supernatural. It's ghosts. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, spooky. That's what I meant. That's what I meant by supernatural. I meant, uh, spooky. (laughs) It's real spooky (laughs) in that segue. Um, (laughs) that was a frightening segue into how we turn this game of Lost Cities into a party game, even Mm -hmm. though, of course, you know, you're not, we know that you're not going to a party, you lonely suckers, because you only have one friend. Andrew, this game that I came up with, this party version of this game is for real travel nuts so i'm out already personally i don't know about you but (laughs) you're not into travel but people who travel are often rich if you're traveling a lot you gotta have some sort of money right you know what i mean so maybe that or you're really in debt maybe there's some kind of money here in this game you know what i mean i don't know but here's how i envision it you get teams together okay you challenge them to find the cheapest way to visit a certain amount of places so you're essentially saying which team can book the cheapest trip you know what i mean Uh on the only just only using the internet it's kind of like i want like real supermarket sweep vibes all right yes where each team is trying to you know and then here's a little bit of depth we can add to it okay you also send them some links for cheaper options you know what i mean Uh but some of them are viruses and they don't really know unless they're really paying attention i mean and if they get a virus it knocks them out of the game so you know what i mean so like picture this you could be like booking the flight home you're like, man, I'm at the end. And then you get a message, and it's like, you know, yeah. ding, 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 deal ends today. 20% off flights with Red Devil Flights, you know what I mean, or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, all right, well, that's pretty good. I'm going to save money on the flight. They click on that. Big Virus. cartoon devil pops up, you know, and <laughs> it goes like, he, and starts stabbing, you know, towards the right. screen with a trident or whatever the heck a devil has. And, and then they're like, oh, no, you know what I mean? Um, maybe there's like a bonus location, too, is what I'm thinking. So, But but it's not like obvious where it is, you know what I mean? But it's yeah. like if they can get there, 
they get a big bonus. You know what I mean? So it's like you got to visit Geneva, Switzerland, right? Kyoto, Japan, and Greg's house. And they're like, <laughs> "Well, wait." And it's like, "Which which Greg?" And the host is like, "That's the whole. That's it, buddy. That's <laughs> that's what you got to figure out. You know which Greg is it? You know what I mean?" <laughs> so this is so this is sounding less like a party game, more like a reality TV show. You come. This is kind of like. Um, I it's guess kind of, that's true. This is kind of like amazing, it. the Amazing Race. You remember that show? It's kind of like the Amazing Race, except it's all the work behind it. It's all just like booking flights, like that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 I also agree that a huge network should take a swing on this one, Andrew. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I also <laughs> think right. that it could become a huge multi-year, you know, coming event. soon to CBS is uh, <laughs> what's it called? It's it's called the travel. It's called Travel Nuts. Travel Nuts. <laughs> perfect for travel nuts yeah it's just people sitting at computers <laughs> trying to book book flights i love it yeah you know if you really wanted to uh <laughs> if you didn't want to go to that all that trouble of producing a large television show you could just buy the board game they've already came up with a party game for this uh lost cities hmm. actually so um you could do that um or here's what i say you just keep the game as is and you get some real bets going Okay, everybody else just gets to bet on, because uh, you know this game involves betting, the handshake mode, you know, it's like, yeah. or the handshake yeah. uh, card at the beginning. So, in fact, mm-hmm. I think that could work for just about any game we've reviewed here on this show, is just have all your guests at the party just bet on who you think is going to win. You could do smaller bets, too. I mean, this this could be like, do you think that so-and-so is going to f- get to card 10 on this expedition, or do you think they're going to uh, mm. make enough money to... To you know, I think I think that um, side bets. I think that like FanDuel uh, could get in on this kind of thing. You know, uh, I think this could yes. be a real and they'd love to. Yes, get their get their dirty mitts on this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely, Andrew. Uh, this is great. You're essentially you're essentially making a huge round in and of itself called like the handshake round where you just go around everybody just keeps shaking hands with other it's like diplomacy you keep right. like going like hey can i see you over here you know what i mean and you start right. you make a deal and then you shake hands and then you, you yes. yeah i love this i love this yes and then you end up with like 20 different deals going into the game and then you're like let's begin so it's yeah. like there's a huge round up up top that's like the handshake round yeah i yeah. love it i think it's perfect and i think places like FanDuel and all that stuff would go absolutely nuts to be able to get a foot in your door and get inside your house know what i mean well that's i mean you're trying to sell a reality tv show i'm just trying to like sell to a to a, a sports betting company I mean, we're just trying to make money basically is all i know <laughs> all and i feel like an idiot because mine is like a pipe dream and yours is like you know could happen tomorrow literally because if you if you offer some real suckers up to FanDuel, they're going to immediately mm. sacrifice them yeah I gotta move it's to Nevada smart. and I get this thing going. Andrew, man, I'm having a great time thinking about all these expeditions we could go on. Um, I'm thinking about the original expeditions here in this game, and I'm, uh, I'm asking myself, how lost are we talking here? How lost are we talking here? Yeah, we know that uh, these cities are lost, but how lost are these cities? You know, how do they compare to? Other things on the leaderboard of, of lost things. I know. I'm glad we can get back into this segment, Andrew, because it's been a long time since we've done it. I just want to remind people at home real quick before we get into this that if they want to check out the leaderboard of lost things, they can go to our website, yeah. uh, com. So that's all posted right up there. Yeah, so. they can certainly go there, and it may or may not be there, Andrew. Yep, it's... Um, it's... But they can cer- there's only one way to find out if they go there, <laughs> baby. Could be an Easter egg link in there. 
also could not be maybe, but oh. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give it away. It's it, there's actually a bunch of on our website. There's a bunch of links uh, that that uh, they they all say lost leaderboard, uh, but only one of them is correct. All the other ones are viruses, and a big cartoon devil pops up on your screen when you click on it. So <laughs> just be careful. Oh man, I love it. I love it. I need to get a. We need. To, I need to go back to web school. Figure out how to do that. <laughs> Yeah, on happen. our website that is a Tumblr, uh, free Tumblr. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That I that I code myself, Andrew. <laughs> this game is called Lost Cities, right? But brother, I'll tell you what: are these cities really lost? That's my question. There's five settings according to the instruction manual, yeah. Andrew. Like we said, there's five different like colored expeditions you you go on here, and they're referred to as remote and mysterious, and mm. then. They go on to actually tell you what these expeditions are, Andrew. The first one says you're just you're going to Egypt, so that's not lost. Egypt <laughs> is literally on every map. That's there's we know exactly where Egypt is. People live there and go about their daily business every day. People, you could take a flight there anytime. People live there for thousands and thousands. I mean, it's been there a long time. Oh yeah, and I will yeah, say also longest. on the card when you get there, it's like a sphinx or something like that. It's like. I don't think yeah. that was ever it's, lost. It's pretty big, you know? I mean, people... Yeah. Also, Egypt knows all, like, all of its ruins. You know what I mean? Like, like Egypt knows <laughs> right. every single part of its territory Egypt knows. Trust me, there's no part of Egypt that's not explored right now. You know right. what I mean? You could maybe argue that uh, some of it got covered over with a little sand over time. People left the cities, but they're not lost. They ain't lost, buddy. Yeah. Then they say the Himalayan mountains. Hey, Andrew. <laughs> Not lost, brother. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's those are the tallest things in the world. Yeah, <laughs> kind of hard to people lose go them. There all the know? time. It's literally an industry of people that go there. You know what Just I mean? Just look up in the sky. What's that tall mountain? Oh, it, yeah, it's not lost. I know where there exactly it is. Where it is. Yeah. Okay. You know? Then they say a mysterious volcano. Hmm. Andrew. Yeah. I, I'm gonna go ahead and say not lost. I mean, I guess it depends. I guess it, they're leaving it up in the air. It could be a lost volcano. I guess. But I mean, if you know it's a volcano. It's there, buddy. You know what I mean? It's a known uh, entity. You know what I mean? I mean, in order to have lost it, you had to have it in the first place. I mean, can you really own exactly. a volcano? I don't know. Also, who is building their city on the side of a... Well, I guess that did happen, actually, now I'm thinking about it. It, it ain't lost. That's the bottom line. No. Pompeii, was that lost and they found it? It just it got covered over. Is that uh, what is that what I mean, it was found to? for a long time. People knew where Pompeii was for a long time. And, no, I think and then they we always knew where it was. We just were, at some point we were just like, oh, it's under there now. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, right. Uh, also on the cards, it's like right next to a very active volcano. It's like lot. They're like in H E double hockey yeah. sticks there. You know, they're like they're like down with the devil. Yeah. I think so. Not lost. Yeah. The, the next one is the Central American rainforest. It's very specific. Now, Andrew not lost we know exactly where the central american rainforest is now it is shrinking you know what i mean <laughs> right right just a little bit of a climate change you know um Ooh, advertisement could, here a little bit of a psa could it get so small that you could accidentally lose it maybe that's what they're yeah humanity might lose the central american rainforest yeah Whoa. absolutely if we <laughs> if we keep acting the way we're acting yeah absolutely yeah uh, and south american rainforest i mean brazil's going nuts over there you know what i mean so yeah oh yeah we very we we've you know, very much could. We are currently in the midst of losing the rainforest, that's for sure. They're picking but large things. It's as like of right now, not lost. Giant mountains, volcanoes, humongous forests, not lost. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. And then the final one, Andrew is referred to as the bottom of the sea, quote unquote. Now, like you said, this is essentially Atlantis is what they're referring to. Right. You could tell by like the way that they do the structures there and the fact that it's a city that is completely underwater and deep underwater, the bottom of the sea, quote unquote. So I'll give them that one. Atlantis is decidedly lost. And in fact, never even existed to begin with. So I, <laughs> I'll give them that one. Sure. Yeah, I would say that all these places just they're not. All these cities are not lost. They might be old cities or you could say abandoned cities, uh, just abandoned because they were poorly run. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, at this point, Atlantic City, New Jersey could qualify as a lost city. I mean, right? It's like, oh, yeah, we're, 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 we're traveling to the we found the long lost Trump Taj Mahal. You know, it's just empty and like falling mm-hmm. down and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not exaggerating, too. It's it reminds you of one of these lost cities when you go there. But yeah. Mm. Yeah, you could say you could say it's in ruins currently. I mean, I know some <laughs> folks there who are trying to put it back together, but uh, you know, God bless them. Uh, they've uh, it's it's a city that's fallen on some hard times. Let's say that for sure. I heard they're going to be mo- uh, building an active volcano there soon. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, <laughs> see now like... you're now you're piquing my interest. Now I might go back. <laughs> it's been a while, yeah, but I might go. go. Uh, no, I'd say uh, so. Fast forward a couple hundred years in the future. There's two options here. Either Atlantic City mm. is just like one of these lost cities. You could add it as another expedition. Um, mm-hmm. Or it's uh, really great. So hopefully hopefully they turn it around. We'll see. Yeah. Yes. Right, 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 right. Uh, it could be one or the other. <laughs> all, in all likelihood, it'll probably be like Atlanta. It'll probably be underwater talking about uh, global warming. You know, it'll probably yeah. be. Uh, yeah. Andrew, in terms of the leaderboard of Lost Things, let's figure out where Lost Cities is on here. I'm going to say it's it's at least below Kevin in Home Alone 2, who of course is lost in New York. Yeah, so so that's definitely that's definitely above Lost Cities on the leaderboard of Lost Things, okay? Yeah, it's below him. I'd say also above this board game is the cast of Lost. They're quite lost, okay? So clearly they're above this board game in terms of the now, lost where do you, things. Now, where do you place it compared to um, Ashton Kutcher's car in uh, Dude, Where's My Car? Yeah. Where, where do you put that? Yeah, Ashton Kutcher's car is definitely above this board game on okay. the leaderboard of Lost Things, All right, for so sure. Again, Absolutely. Yep. Again, it's mm-hmm. beating it out. All right, good. Yep, 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 yep. I would also yep. say that uh, this board game is below uh, working class rights in the United States. Those are much more lost than, uh, you know, the cities in this game. That's for sure. And also, I'd say sunglasses are yeah. more lost, just usually, than, than even the cities in this game. How about my keys last Tuesday when I was trying to get to work on time? Is it? Uh, yeah, that's that's up there. That's definitely above this board game's cities. That's for sure. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm, I eventually mm-hmm. found I eventually found them, but I guess they were pretty lost there for a while, if you remember. Yeah. In fact, uh, Andrew, I'd say maybe there's there's very few things that are actually um, that the cities in this board game are are more lost than. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. The only things that uh, you know are, are are more found. Let's say that. Uh, I'd say maybe your own two hands. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like those are you know a little bit less lost than the cities in this board game. Maybe the ground. You know what I mean? When yeah. you're not in an airplane. You know what I mean? Like right. that's right under you. You kind of can't. You kind of can't. You know. Right, right when you're not in an airplane, at all that's times. a good qualifier. When yep. you're not in an airplane, of course. So those are those are some things that are that are decidedly um, 
below the cities of this game okay. on the leaderboard, but it ain't much. Lost cities, man. These cities, you know, lost, maybe, maybe not, but uh, one thing's for sure that two could play this game. We do know that, but do we know mm-hmm. who should, should they? Two could play this game, but should they? Yeah, how sure are we that two people should play this game, Andrew? If we had to uh, put a number on it from 0% sure that they should play this game to 100% sure. This is where we give our kind of our final ratings on the game. I struggled a lot with this one, probably more than most games we've reviewed. Um, I'll tell you why. Like I, said, I, th- I think I said this earlier. If you only if you cut out one of the expeditions, you only did four expeditions, you could you could play this with a regular deck of cards and uh, with the four suits, right? Uh, you could even right. take you could even take another deck of cards that had the same back and just like mark up one of the suits uh, with a marker or something like that, and you could play with five. True, Boom. done. Yeah. you don't need the board in the middle. You if you want, you could put like little colored tokens down or something to show where they go. So True. I struggle with I struggle with this because I think this is actually my. Believe it or not, I think this is my favorite game that we have reviewed so far. I enjoyed playing this wow. more, more than any other game. However, okay. I am extremely cheap, okay? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm being cheated with this game. I'm like, man, this is such a fun game. I love it. But, man, I'm going I'm to pay for something that I could just... I could have the same amount of fun just playing this at home with a deck of cards that I already have. Uh, huh. So, you know, I feel like I, I don't like getting cheated. Um it's okay. like I'm just pay- yeah, it's like I'm just paying you. it's like I'm just paying for the great artwork, you know. So it's like yeah, I, and I'm not the kind of person who's gonna pay for the swoosh or the hood ornament on there, you know. I'm just uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's what yeah, I feel yeah. like with this game. So if it's like if I'm if I'm grading it on my favorite game, this gets 100. percent But I'm not. I'm wow. recommending it. I'm recommending it to the people out there. So I'm gonna say yeah. that uh, should should two people purchase this game? No, very low. So I'm going somewhere near the middle. I'm saying 79 percent okay. sure the two should play this game. I've, that's what I finally settled on. Okay. Seventy nine. I know that's a long way of saying that, but what do what do you think, Pete? I mean, no, are you anywhere near I me get on it. this? I get it, Andrew. Andrew, I'm pretty close to you, honestly. I said I'm eighty one percent sure that two people should play this game, Ooh. which I did on purpose, Andrew. I, I put it one point over Jaipur. Um, <laughs> I, my my score for Jaipur was eighty percent. This game is very similar to uh, to that game, in my opinion. They are both game mechanics that they then put a theme over, and I think both themes work, but I think at their core they're really just a a card game hand management mechanic. That both games are very fun. The mechanics behind both games are... you know, I I want to play them. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. uh, But I I, I just wanted to give this one the slight edge because... There's a little bit more math in this one than there was in Jaipur, and I'm kind you're of a, a huge head. nerd. Yeah, um, you're big, huge I nerd. like doing math, you know, so sue me, you know. He's got the pocket um, protector and the, yeah, I got yeah. it. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. He's the kind uh, of guy who I, plays with I a calculator felt... in the dark by himself, you know. He's a math guy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's me. And I like the tension of, like, not knowing... 
all the info unless I start adding things up in my head. The thing about this yep. game is you have to at some point like look around at your expeditions that you have going and you're like, wait, where am I with this one? And you have to do the quick calculation of where you are. And it's like, wait, I still need to put it down another card. And um, how many turns do we have left? Do I have time to maybe like put this down later? You know what I mean? Or do I have to hit this one now? And then you look at another expedition that's like not finished and you're like, I'm not going to be able to finish that one. But can I do a little bit of harm reduction by putting down a big number on that one now and at least having less negative numbers mm -hmm. multiplied at the end to go, you know, to go against my score? I, I just, I like the idea of like, you can look at the board and not instantly know where you are unless you do some real quick calculations of everything. Something that just fires some synapses off into my, my brain. I think I get a little bit of a dopamine blast every time I get like a solution to the to the quick uh, addition uh, and multiplication and I find out what that final number is currently on, on that expedition. I go, aha, I got it. You know what I mean? And now I know mm. what to do with it. So kind of chasing the dragon there a little bit with the uh, with the math equations on this one. And also, Andrew, I, I, I think there's, you know, a lot of different strategies that you employ in this game, including something that I, I found once we really started to get into this game is, like we mentioned, the end game is very different than the beginning. Once you start to realize how the economy of turns, how few you have left. And then I started to realize that there's a strategy of like slowing down the game by yeah. uh, not taking cards from the deck, but rather taking them from the discard pile, knowing that you're not going to use them, but just keeping the deck a little bit more alive while you're placing down and finishing the placement of the cards, the, the plans that you had for the expeditions. You yep. know what I mean? And I, and I like the idea that your opponent can figure that out and work against you and try to speed it up, or maybe they need to slow it down too. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. It's very cool. I think I think this I think this is a, a simple mechanic that, like you said, you could play with playing cards, but it works. It works, and there and it and there's a lot of strategy um, that you can employ in it to balance out a lot of luck that goes on too from the fact that you're just pulling from a from a cards uh, a deck of cards that that you shuffle you know what i mean so for me uh i i i enjoy it a lot and uh i i want to play it again and so yeah. it keeps me coming back now is it the best game in the world no not necessarily are there other games i would maybe want to play more than this sure but do i have fun with this yeah so 81 percent sure that uh that that people should play this one yeah you just named a bunch of reasons why i love this game i mean i absolutely yeah i absolutely love this game uh and i think a big factor is because i'm just a big fan of luck and just when you draw that card when that you're needing that card and all of a sudden you draw it oh i needed it yes you know it's just it's it's fun yeah it's a lot of fun that's why yeah I there's love a lot of game. there's a lot of tension in this game and so there's a lot of release of tension yep. as well that goes along with that I, it's cool it's a lot of ups and downs now, you mentioned Jaipur, that you purposely gave it one over Jaipur. So I was curious to see where my score was, Jaipur. So I went and I, I'm taking a look at the leaderboard right now. Let's take a look at that leaderboard. Leaderboard. In order to place this on the leaderboard, we got to average out our two scores. So Pete, you gave it an 81 and I gave it a 79. So we're going to be math guys, sit in the dark and look at our calculators, punch that in. <laughs> and <laughs> that comes out to an average score of 80%. We are 80% sure that two people should play Lost Cities. And so I love it. Nice round number. This falls at a really interesting spot here, Pete. Are you seeing this right now? So we're we're yeah. at number we're at number 9 on the leaderboard out of 18. So right mm -hmm. in the right, right in the middle. But right, right below, right below two other card games that we've uh, yes, 
Jaipur is number seven, and Catan Card Game number eight. Uh, Jaipur yeah, is yeah, and uh, man, I like both of those games so much too. This is a great. This is three in a row, baby. Go f- yeah. fish or whatever. I don't know. What do you? <laughs> but district, so you said oh, you look- read them and read them and weep. Th- uh, three of a kind or whatever. <laughs> Full house or something. Yeah, I'm not a big poker guy. Uh, Full house, but, family uh, But yeah, Jai- Jai- Imagine you know Jaipur. Catan card game and Lost Cities. I mean, you know, you could subsist for months on that alone. That's a fun game night. I'd say, um, now you said that Lost Cities was better. I rated Jaipur higher. I, th- I just liked the camels in that one. I think that's what I went with for that. I, you know, I went, honestly, I went back and forth, Andrew. I, I started to, I, I was like, oh, I like this one a little bit better than Jaipur. And then I started to think about Jaipur, and then I was like, Mm, maybe if I just played Jaipur right now, I'd like that one a little bit better. You know, it's I, they're right there, they're neck and neck. But yeah, I, I like the little extra math, I think, in this one. But they're they're right there. Mm. All right, math versus camels. We'll see which one uh, the people like. <laughs> yeah, math and camels. You know, we're just a couple of cool guys. But Andrew, <laughs> I actually got to know: Are we cool? Are we cool? Uh, we are. So in general, we are very cool, right? Uh, when you walk around right. the street. Right, we're cool like, sun, you know, shades on, sunglasses, yeah. you know, smoking. Their leather smoking jackets. Si- and... tat- you know, tattoo says mom on our arm and right. sleeve rolled up with cigarettes in it. We're cool that way in like a 1950s kind of way. Right. But are we cool in a way like are we, is our relationship still good? Are we, are we cool with each other right now? What do you mm-hmm. think? How many points did our friendship go up or down because of this game? You know, it's a fun game. I I had trouble thinking about how does this affect our friendship. I don't know. It's mostly kind of more in my head kind of a game. I'm not interacting with you that much during the game. Maybe a little bit. So I it we're cool. I gave it a plus one. You know, uh, it's fun. Okay. Fun, right. fun to play with you. I don't know. What do you think? I, I said it went down one point, Andrew. So oh, I'm glad really? that we kind of hit a neutral spot. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> we both like this game. But yep. like I said, there is a lot of tension in this game. And uh... you do feel... You know, after you're after a like, you feel like you really did go on a journey through this game because you're uh, like I said, it, it's there's a lot of like em, emotions involved in this. You're like you're stressed sometimes, you know what I mean? But in yeah. a good way because it's a, a fun game. But it's like you're like, oh, I really want this thing, you know what I mean? And then your opponent flips over the card you need or something like that. It crushes you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, um, I hear you. Or uh, like we had this happen one time where you just you crushed me. One time you just hit a streak well, and you created this huge expedition that was worth so many points and you just go Ugh, you know what i mean and, and it's weighted yeah. down now that uh it's it's still super fun you know what i mean and yeah. uh, and the game's great and you're like wow but you do feel like you went through a lot you know what i mean especially if you do the three you know rounds in a row and see yep. what you have at the end of that you know what i mean you really think even though it's a fast game it feels like you went through a lot to get there so I feel like you probably do need a little bit of like downtime afterwards, where you just go, "Whew," you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's uh, let's just maybe breathe for a little bit. Maybe we'll throw on a, a night a fun song or something like that, and we'll uh, you know what I mean? It's like it's like after you after you went through like a fist fight or something like that, and then you're both <laughs> right. slumped down on the ground and like uh, and you're just like, let's just lay here for a little bit, you know what I mean? Before we uh, get back up and go 
ice our black eyes or something. Well, I uh, I almost gave this a zero, but I'm glad I went with plus one because otherwise we would not be cool right now. So right now we are just right. uh, that's true. <laughs> We're just uh, we're dangerously close to not being cool, but right. we're still cool. Extra- it, much like this game, the tension is high. We're razor. It's a razor th- razor thin margin on whether we're cool or not. <laughs> we we can continue the podcast next week. <laughs> we'll, we'll I'll say you know what I'll say I'll I'll change mine. Now I uh, negative point nine. How about that? So we're still <laughs> cool by point one. Oh, we're- perfect! <laughs> I love it. I love it. Awesome. We're one <laughs> one tenth of a friendship point. Uh, in the positive. I love it. Perfect. <laughs> and how is that going to be affected by next week? Uh, well, listener, you got to tune in next time. Unless right. you get another friend, of course. In which case, you should tune in to Buy One, Get One Three. Yeah, that's right. That's that uh, podcast where they review three-player board games while they uh, cut out coupons for the grocery store. That's a fun one. You should check it out. Yeah, that's a fun one. That's you know what I mean. So it, it aims it's a little aims for a little bit of an older crowd, but uh, well, you got to check it out. Yeah, I mean it's a if you want to save money, want to be thrifty, it's a good one. I like it. Anyway, and who doesn't honestly? You know what I mean. That is, true. I know it's associated with like grandmas and stuff like that, cutting out coupons and whatnot. But I, I'm an adult man, and I'll tell you what: if I can save money at the grocery store, I'm going to do it. I don't I don't buy a single thing that doesn't have a sale tag on it. Uh, generally, most of the time. You know, it's kind of hard to hear what they're saying though, with all the scissor noises going on in the background. But I, some people like that. But I don't. Oh, know. Like, that is one criticism I have about that. The cast. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they cut a little bit too close to the mic. <laughs> Cutting a little close to the mic there. Cutting a little too close. Yeah, but they, I think they consider that kind of an ASMR uh, quality to it, honestly. Right. Uh, well, some so people they, like it. They, they, they're they're trying to go across multiple categories. You know what I mean? Comedy, hobbies, gaming, and ASMR. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean?